Welcome to another episode of the Two Idiots Podcast. I'm Reg. And I am Randy. Oh, he switched up this week. I did. Wow. See, now that I've noticed that I do it every week, I keep trying to find ways to differ it. Oh, we're going to throw our whole listener base off. I know, right? <laughs> They're all just going to leave it. That's not Randy. Yeah. Who's this imposter? He didn't say it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, um, again, like not again, well, I guess again, we have uh, a really exciting uh couple of guests uh on the episode this week um i enjoyed it it was it was good we had a couple of local syrian refugees on the show this week uh i, I pardon the glitchiness my laptop is being <laughs> right now um so we'll kind of have through this but we basically had uh yeah two local syrian refugees uh come on the show and it was heartbreaking <laughs> yeah it was a very uh <clears throat> enlightening experience talking to them it was and just getting the feeling for what it was like to actually be out there yeah. not just what we hear on media and numbers and statistics this was real first-hand accounts of all the crazy shit that went down there yep exactly right um it was powerful it was moving it was enlightening and heartening um that they you know They've landed on their feet. They're happy here. They're kind of working towards a better life um, after the the war torn shit show that they left behind. Yeah, like these guys couldn't be too like any more awesome dudes. They were great to talk to. Indeed. And on that note, um, here are the the SI brothers. Is he? I see. I don't remember. Our memories. We just recorded with them, and we can't remember the last name. <laughs> Anyways, they introduced themselves in the beginning. <laughs> it's probably you'll, better yeah, that way. You'll hear. Yeah, they're they're better at it than we are. So, uh, without yet more further ado, <laughs> here's the interview. Here we go. All right, guys, welcome here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for joining, joining us. us. Yeah. Um, I guess to start with, yeah, like I said, uh, introduce yourselves for us. Yeah. Oh, Hello, my name is um, Ferris Asi. I'm from Syria, and I am 18 years old. And this is my twin. Hello, my name is Mohammed, uh, and I'm 18 years old, and we're from Syria. We've been here three years in Canada. Three years? Okay. Yeah. I actually didn't know you guys were twins, but you're just brothers. Oh, yeah, cool. we're twins. <laughs> yeah. Twins, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So three years. Wow. Um, how do you like it? It's it's really cool. We will <laughs> love it. We enjoy everything except the ones that we're trying to. <laughs> we're I was going to ask how do you like our winters? <laughs> yeah, winter is, is uh, insane. Oh my god. <laughs> We're trying to enjoy it, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good so far. It's yeah. 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 Good. It doesn't matter how long you live here. You never get used to no. the winter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We all try and leave as much as we can during the winter. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. better that way. Um, yeah. How cold does it ever get at home, like in Syria? What's the, what's the coldest ever gotten? Uh, minus 10. Minus 10, really? Oh, Even that cold is surprising. But it's, it's very hot there, and it's never, never get cold. And like... Never snow that often. It just uh, rains a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just like Vancouver, I guess. Yeah, so I was gonna say it, yeah, it never, the West Coast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, where, um, where in Syria are you from? I'm not super familiar with with the country, but kind of like, like north side. I don't know, the west or kind of where where in the country would you be? So it's uh, like kind of in in the center of Syria. Okay. So it's I don't know how you call that like. It's called like uh, Homs. That's yeah. our country. The city. Oh, okay. The city. It's called Homs. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's we lived there. Uh, like we born there, and we 
we went to school and stuff and when the war started uh, yeah. we stopped school oh okay right. and uh, you know like uh, we can't go to school anymore because it's bombs and stuff sure. and war so uh, we kind of try to live there like uh, you know safe as, pos- as possible mm-hmm. and after we moved to Lebanon yeah yeah so it was it was amazing to live there it was a small small city that we were living in small town which is called homes and uh, we used to go to school every day with the friends with families it's, it was amazing to wake up every morning to go with your friends you know and kind of like life would be here yes, like yeah, very yeah. Normal, very, very exactly normal, right? and then when the war started sorry what, started, what year did it start the war? Uh, 2011 11 right. okay yeah it started 2011 and we kind of uh, we didn't stop school we, we tried to go to school every time but it, it's kind of uh, start to get in dangerous and you can't go you can't like the parents cannot leave their children go every morning sure while you don't know whenever like sometimes they just came and bomb stars and fighting happening oh, and you know because right. you know what war is yeah sure. and yeah we not, not like you do like we don't know it like that <laughs> yeah exactly I can understand yeah. what you we mean. can yeah. empathize but we'll never yes, know right exactly yeah. right and we we used to go to school every day but what happened is like the beginning of the war we used to see every morning a dead body on the street. Oh, wow. Really? And that's very dangerous. Like, there must be a dead body on the street every morning or every night. And it's not safe that no. kids see that, right? They're going to school and they're seeing it in front of them and it's not, it's very scary. And there is, there was snipers everywhere and it's very, very, very scary. So we, we stopped, we couldn't go to school anymore and we stopped from grade tw- uh, four. We stopped school from grade four, oh, wow. and then we tried to stay home. And we were like, "This war will stop soon. Will stop soon." Yeah. And it it never stopped. And my dad, he his job he used to be a ta- taxi driver okay. or whatever. Mm-hmm. He yeah. used to drive people from city to another city. Mm-hmm. And then it sucks that one day he, because of the war, sometimes he. He used to like leave the city homes and go, like for example, go to Damascus or Aleppo or wherever. And because of the war, sometimes he goes. And when the war started, like when, when the fighting starts, he, he stucks out and he can't come back. Oh, and we okay. stay without yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, only my mom has to take care of us, seven boys and one sister. Oh, wow. It was Holy very hard without geez. my dad. Yeah. yeah. And... You never know, like the connection, we can't have any connection between us and him. Because when the fighting started, they they kind of stopped the calls and everything. Yeah. Like internet, phones, phones, like internet. Down, right? yeah. And you can't, you can't know anything about him, you know. And it was very hard and tough for yeah, us, yeah. and it was very dangerous. And then when that happens every day and, and every day after day, start getting worse and there was and you can even find food in the city S- food was not even allowed to to under the city right the supply not, lines get cut yeah, off yeah. not even bread nothing wow. yeah. and it was very very dangerous to go find food because while you're uh, 
trying to get food, you might get shot. You might uh, like walking in the street or stuff like that. Exactly. So and there were there were armed guys always yes. walking around, like yes. snipers from yeah. far away. Even. Wow. And yeah, yeah can you describe kind of? Um, I'm not so familiar with kind of what started the war. Like what? Uh, it's a civil war, right? So it's kind of a country fighting at each other at, at the start, or or kind of what? Even just basics. What are the like, motivations behind it? I guess. Kind of like what how did it all kick off? It's it's crazy. So let's say there's ISIS from one side, and there is mafia from one side, and there's Assad Assad police like soldier from one side, and there is also the bad guys, whoever. Like, like let's say when the war started, whoever have gun or whoever, like, that is a thief, like it's 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 all messed up. Like, uh, they all can have, like when the war started, they all, like let's say, each one of them just jumped up and he was like, hey, I'm the boss. Here's yeah. the war came and uh, they all kind of <clears throat> tried to make a group. Of each other and they right. all fight each other yeah. and it was crazy and also from ISIS one side whenever they see a, uh, a kid or a boy that's starting f uh, from age of 16 till 18 and all the way up they 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 go and they talk to him and they like say either you join our team or either you'll be killed yeah right and he have no choice either you join or you, you'll be die. Right. Oh, wow. And then they, they also make him interested to join it. They'll say, hey, you should join this. You should join our team. We're, we're the right. We're doing everything right. We're like, we're going to give you money. We're going to make you rich. We're, we're going to blah, blah, blah. They make right. him like very interested on it. Sure. But otherwise, they'll kill him. Like, it was very hard. No, I believe that. Especially when the, when the structures that were already there, the power structures, like the law and everything is basically meaningless when... If you have a gun, you win, right? <laughs> yes, right. yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah, and like in my family, we like he said, we have seven boys and one girl. Yeah. And my mom and my dad. So like, uh, I have my sister. She's the oldest in the family. Mm -hmm. And after her, we have my older brother. Okay. And after him, uh, me and him, yeah. me and my brother, twins. Yeah. And after that, uh, another brother alone. Uh, He's younger than us, like one or two years, mm -hmm. and there's after him another twin. <laughs> oh, so really? we have two Holy. sets of twins. Oh wow! In my family, uh, and after after the twins, uh, only another guy alone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my brother, like in Syria, he, he was older than us, right? So he was like around age, like his age was 18. around sixteen to eighteen, around that. So. It was not safe for him, right? Like he said, they go like talk to him. The bad guys like they kind of like what train him to be with them and stuff. Right. So uh, not only ISIS, yeah. Also Assad. Uh, yeah. Do you know Assad? Yeah, the, the, president, the, prime the president, prime minister, yeah. the, yeah. the prime yeah. minister of Syria. So uh, we told them like you need to go move somewhere uh, safe, like not in Syria. Just mm -hmm. go out of Syria, uh, and. Me and him and like my older brother and his my and my cousin too. They're the both same the age. same age. Oh, okay. So uh, we told them to leave just somewhere, just go. And so they they get like you know their stuff for like leaving like you know passport and stuff. Sure. And they left 
they went to Libya and uh, they lived there with my uncle and you know like family another like our family still not so much a great place to be either yeah I mean it's not good but it's it's still better than Syria even now you'd say because Libya is a bit of a mess even now no 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 it is it is very dangerous yeah it's but, it's kind of the same, but but still, yeah. yeah. At the time, I guess it was Great. still better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before it was better. So sure. he had a like hard time. I don't know much about his story. Yeah. But yeah, he but, had a very tough time. But also, my dad didn't send him to live in Libya. He just sent him to to go away from Syria and go from Libya to Egypt to to a better safe place like Canada here or Holland or mm-hmm. or Sweden or ever. And then he ended up in Holland. Okay. He went okay. to to uh, Libya first and from Libya to Egypt and from Egypt to Turkey to a lot of different places so and then from Turkey to Holland and then he had a very very tough time that he was going to Holland on a boat I don't know if you guys heard about the story about the refugees that has to go on a boat because they they had I've heard about refugees on boats, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure exactly what, what necessarily you mean. So, like, they, they cross countries uh, in a boat instead of plane. Uh, like, without, you know, uh, without police knowing or... Uh-huh, like, they yeah. have no papers. Right. Kind of smuggle yeah. them over. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. yes. And, like, like I say, the boat only fits uh, 20, uh, 20 person. Mm-hmm. Well, it fits more, but they put, like, 100 yeah. on there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's very so, dangerous. They might die in the way there, right? Of course. Right. Yeah. And then, but they have to. Otherwise... They'll stick in Syria, they'll take them, or they'll be in Libya, which is not good. It's a very dangerous place. Yeah. Um, is he still in Holland? Uh, well, no, no. now he's finally here. We, oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, he stayed in Holland for three years, and we came here, and we we tried to get him here. We asked our sponsors to help us and bring him here, and he's finally here now with us, and we're, we're so happy because when, we, he, when he was in Holland, like, we... We did not see him for like seven years. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask like, uh, what's the process trying to find your family after something like that happens? Like, is yeah. it easy to track them down, or is it a lot tougher to try to get them tracked down? Like, you have an idea of where they're going, but you don't really know, right? No. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then also it was also tough. Like, what my brother safe said, he said, when he was trying to leave uh, from Turkey to to Holland. He was, well, he didn't notice he's going to Holland, but he was just trying to get out of there, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he had a tough decision. He was like, he noticed that he's going in a boat, but he, he, he was thinking to not tell my parents. Uh-huh. That's what he said. He was like, I'm not going to tell them because right. he was like, I'm just going to do it because either die or live. It was yeah. very dangerous. And he was like, mm-hmm. if I tell my parents, they might say no, right? Yeah. It's very hard, but... Yeah. In the end, he was thinking of it, and he said, I only have one chance, and then, please let me go. Otherwise, it's better than staying. And then, either died or dying or living. Right. So Better to was, try and maybe die than to yeah. stay and definitely die. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, and it was a very, very hard decision for him. But thank God that he made it through. And But mm-hmm. he for sure had a very hard time. Like, like I say, for example, two days without food. Yeah. Two days without anything, you know, right. and it was very hard. Yeah, so it's back to our story. Like uh, when we told him to leave, uh, he left, and you know about his story now. So like uh, we we kind of like moved from uh, city to city inside Syria. So like kind of like from uh, 
homes like we moved from homes to Damascus mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you know the countries or like the cities in Syria but it's Very kind of like them, yeah. it's like Mani, it's like Manitoba Saskatchewan or like kind of like, kind of like provinces sort of yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. so we kind of like move around I- every time like to a safe place mm-hmm. and you know like war is coming like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah it it start in in one like city but it's getting bigger to all of the cities and then yeah, we tried to move around, like, first we was in homes, and we moved to Damascus, uh, where my grandma lived, mm-hmm. so we we went there, we, we lived there for a couple months, and then, you know, also there it gets bad, so we went back to the, like, kind of edges of the homes, homes city, okay. yep. uh, we lived there, uh, like, year, in my cousin's place, mm-hmm. uh, we lived there a couple years, I mean, not couple couple months, and uh, yeah, we kind of like just shuffle around every time, you know, move around, yeah. and uh, like we, in the end, like we moved uh, to Lebanon, like okay. I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, there for three years. we stood there in Lebanon for so three years. What year did you get to Lebanon? Uh, two thousand fifteen. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it's around that. Two thousand. No, sorry, sorry. We stayed there for three years. We came here. So 2013, okay. 13 okay. around that. Were yeah. you allowed to leave Syria, like, or did you have to sneak out of there as well? We, we, we sneak out of there. Sneak, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was your whole was family, except your older siblings, or like you and everybody younger, or. So me, yeah. my mom, because like like he said, my my, my brother was out already. Yeah. yeah, and my dad, he was out of country, out oh. of the city too. Yeah. So it was uh, it was time. It was like me. Uh, like last time we we left Syria before the last time we were there we were in Damascus. Oh okay. So and yeah we were we lived there like I said for three years in in, in Lebanon. But before we get li- to Lebanon in Syria we it was like war and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my dad was outside of uh, like S- Syria homes okay, uh, yeah. outside of Damascus uh, like and. So like there was like people who was going out of Damascus mm-hmm. to try get out, you know. Oh yeah. So uh, they told us we're going. You guys wanna go? And like it's not. It's like uh, it's kind of like a truck. Yeah. It's actually like a truck, but like uh, you know, like here the trucks, uh, like you just have like the bag, the back yeah. in the back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this side. Like th- like the same size, yeah. but it's like there's kind of fence in the oh, side of it. Yeah, you know, well, I don't so, know. Yeah, makes sense. So we were in the back there, like actually, mm-hmm. because like there's one, there's only one truck going, oh, okay. the moving out of Damascus. So yeah. like, we get in there, me, my family, we were like a l- lot of people there, like yeah. so tight, uh, like all my family, like my me, my mom, exactly. like Love seven boys. Six boys and s- my sister and my mom. Oh wow! Right. And there's another Other families yeah. too. Pack you in like sardines. Yeah. To try to get you out. Yeah, yeah. And Just also go somewhere safe. Yeah. So hard, like because you know, while we we were running away from there, you could see that you could see a lot of families was like, like let's say, <clears throat> most of them were dying. Yeah. And let's just say that the father is was dying because while we were we were running away, there was there was shooting around. There was snipers and they were shooting around, and we were so lucky that we didn't get shot. We didn't. Nobody of us get hurt. Nobody of us died. Well, of course, there is some of my family that that dies, but I'm yeah. saying in the moment that we were running away, 
none of us died or none of us get shot but we were see we were seen in front of our eyes like a lot of kids were dying and then the father yeah. couldn't leave them he have to, he he can't go right? right he can't run away he was like no i'm going to stay with him i'll, I'll die with him got to protect your kids yeah. like yeah. it's it's was very, i think very that's sad. what people don't realize about the refugees that are coming over is just how bad it is out there because we don't ever have to experience yeah. stuff like that over mm-hmm. here, right? So they yes. don't, they can't really, you can see it in movies and stuff, but until exactly. you're living it, you really don't know what that kind oh. of fear is like. Yeah. I think. It's super easy to sit from here and judge refugees or immigrants yeah. in general and say like, oh, they just go back to their own country and fix it or whatever. Why are they coming here? Why should we pay for them, right? Yeah. And it's just like as you're sitting in your comfy couch in your air conditioning, whatever, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they've ever had a bullet fire them anywhere near them. Um, it's super easy to say that. So that's, I don't know, that, it's incredible to, yeah. that you guys made it through. Um, yeah, so you guys made it to Lebanon, you said? To Lebanon? Yes, and it was also hard over there that the Lebanese uh, people, that they didn't like us that being there, okay. like Syrian, because we were all there and everybody, were all the Syrian was trying to get a job as possible. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and the Lebanese didn't like it. and. They tried to fight us back. Oh, really? And well, we didn't fight them. I mean, but they tried to fight us and right. kick us out. And it was also hard. And like, so we when we went there, me and my dad and my brother. Uh, it's good that my mom, my aunt, was live there. Okay. It's good she had a job and everything. She she kind of rent us for rent a house for us, and we we start working as a small business. We had a van. And we used to work from 9 a.m. in the morning till like 1 or 2 midnight. Oh, wow. <laughs> we had to work that much yeah. because it was so, so hard to live there as Especially well. Especially for a big family too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, so we have to get money to eat and yeah, it was, yeah. was so, so hard. And But we stayed there. Also, when we, we, when we arrived in Lebanon, we, we went to the... Uh, uh, or, wait, what is it? Government? Yeah, like we went to the government and we asked okay. them to, uh, we, we asked them to register to, to go to safe place, Canada or... Like as a refugees. Yeah, okay. as a refugees. Right. Yeah. And we, we registered and we waited there three years. Right? That's why we were there for three years. We were waiting the whole time to just come here. Sure. And was was also hard like we we never noticed that it's gonna take that long yeah we waited so much and every day and day we we used to go and check with them to make sure that we're coming here and they give us choices they were like what country you want to go to mm-hmm. and we picked canada and good uh, choice good choice yeah, fellas, yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah it took us three years and we're, they finally find us a sponsor that sponsored us, and we're finally here. We're so happy, Perfect. and it's amazing. It's insane. It was uh, Grace Mennonite that yes, brought the Mennonite church. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then, with with the system, I've always been curious. Curious, if you're in Lebanon um, to apply for refugee status, like, is it is it hard to get through all that paperwork, or is it is it oh, easy yeah. to apply, or is it or how does that? There was a lot of people like trying to do that. Oh, you of know? course. Yeah. It's not just my family because no, there's no, a yeah, lot of Syrian family there right. even before us. Yeah. So it was like uh, it was it took us a while. Like uh, like every time they say 
like when we go there, sometimes like we spend the whole day long there to get there, and then. And then they said, okay, we're closed now. Uh, right. So we go back. So yeah. like the other day, we planned to go earlier. Yeah. So we get in line and get there earlier, like, you it know, is. to talk with the government and stuff. Yeah. yeah it so is very it hard and tough. tough and yeah. Also, wow. what happened is, like, when the Lebanese uh, saw us doing this, uh, registering to be yeah, as a refugee, then go to Canada or wherever, like, like I said, a lot of different countries uh, or Holland they they kind of they kind of wanted to to also register oh, as a refugees but pretending mm. that they're Syrian right you know because they didn't like it they were yeah. like oh why is this Syrian going to like oh they're going to good countries and stuff yeah maybe and, I want to go there so right? why don't I yeah. just get on there especially yeah. the 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 drunk guys or like poor guys yeah. in Lebanon they they kind of tried to sneak oh, in and like yeah. I never thought about that. That's probably a big issue. Yeah, them. it is. Yeah. And they try to like register as a refugees to just go instead of us. But yeah. well, they have nothing happening in their countries. They have a job and everything, yeah. and their houses are all all, all good. It's not like us, right? Yeah. And and that's why we're trying to register as a refugees. So we we go to a better uh, place and safe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We when we lived there, we were like you said, we were working all day. Like, it was tough, you know, like, working there and going to places that we don't, we haven't, like, we don't know people around as much. Mm -hmm. So we just go there, like, we used to, like, uh, like he said, we, we were, like, kind of doing, like, a small business thing. Mm -hmm. So we used to, like, go to, uh, like, uh, how do you call that, small stores, stores? Small stores. And sell them some products. And yeah, sell them, like, things. you know, juice, food, oh, for right. the stores and then the store you know sell them for the people yeah, sure. yeah. so yeah we used to do that just like you know and also there stuff. in Lebanon while we were selling we, we also had a lot of uh, dangerous time or problems because what what Lebanese was doing is they were always you know like on on the streets and stopping like every car they see in Syrian on it and they oh. used to like take him down and like Harassing kill them yeah. or they have yeah. knives they have guns everything there right. is there is no rules over there yeah. Yeah. and it's all messed up and they they used to steal their car cars steal their jobs yeah. and everything and me and my my brother and my dad had had that a lot of times that they they stopped us and they tried to uh, steal the car from us the van wow. or the products or the money well whether they did actually oh really yes because we Either you give them or they kill you, right? Sure. And yeah. you want to be <laughs> safe. So right. a lot of times they stopped us and they they st steal all the money that we got from all day because we used to go work all day to just get this money and go. Yeah, right. Uh, use it, right? And they get it, like, you know. And then there's one time that I uh, I, I catch one of them. I, got, I, I saw them stealing from our van. Oh. And I just tried to stop them. I was like, hey. Uh, uh, I saw you stealing. Please put it back or whatever. And then they were like, "No, I didn't see anything." And then one guy pushed me onto the ground. And then I didn't see, I didn't even see anything because there's after him ten guys came on me and with their big boots, yeah. like you know what? If you if you're a soldier, I, you no, know that big boots, boots, you know, boots you yeah. Were, yeah, they all start like punching me on the face with it. Oh, yeah. oh, no. And then uh, I almost died. Yeah. Like 
my my brother saw that. Yeah, I I was in a store like uh, me and my dad. We were in a, inside the store, and the van is outside. You know, yeah. it's not like right in front of the store, but it's kind of close to the yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was inside, and he was outside. He was like like talking with them, and like they got in fight and stuff like that. So he didn't see anyone. He he ju- he like he's in oh, the ground. Just on the ground. He's like he, like you know like. He's kind of pr- trying yeah. to protect yourself. You're just balling up. You're not yeah. thinking about fighting back. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, like, like 10 guys or 20 against me. Yeah. Right? And they're all older than you. Like, yeah. they're all older than him. Yeah, so, grown men, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I was inside the store. I was, like, kind of just walking. I went outside the store, just looking, checking, you know. And I saw him over Ferris, over him. Yeah. Like, they were fighting him. So, I was like, okay, should I go help him? <laughs> and trying to fight them back or what what should i do it's a tough so decision, i was like yeah. if i'm gonna go there i'm gonna get and fight yeah. I, they're gonna fight me also they're gonna like almost kill us and my dad won't know yeah my dad's inside the store so i went back inside the store i told my dad mm-hmm. and my dad brought the guy who's owner the owner of the store that he was there and he knew them uh, and they know him and they respect him. <laughs> so my me my dad and the store owner yeah. they went outside and then they stopped them and we asked him, them to stop. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and they did, and they just they yeah. just walked away and just, yeah. like, just a regular day. And he yes. cannot he like even like the store owner he cannot say anything like he can't like. Defend you know, on us because they'll be like, "Hey, why? Yeah, why yeah. are you defending on Syrian guys?" Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not even living here. And then they'll stuff. just come in and yeah. check him. And yes, yeah, exactly. But he just tried to stop stop them fighting us. That's right. it. Not like that's incredible. Yeah. So that's crazy. I had a good choice to go back to my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah smart move. move. Yeah, right. smart move. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Wow. That's a hard instinct to fight, right? Because you probably just want to just get in there and do it, but you yeah. got to think yeah. smarter in those environments. Yeah. Right. Like, whenever they see us selling, and then selling around or working they they used to say to my dad if i see you ever in here around the sea i'm gonna uh burn your your, your uh, van Ugh. like we're gonna burn you and your van yeah. yeah and it was so hard and then that's why we kind of let them steal money like a lot of time we saw them stealing money from the our van and stuff but we couldn't say anything because and the cops aren't gonna help you exactly. and no one else is gonna help yeah. you so yes yeah. and the they, cops will like will help the Lebanese people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? and, uh, They'll steal and more from you. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Wow. And like, for each one, they used to steal more than 10,000 grand from us. Oh, it was, wow. It was Jeez. crazy. Yeah. And we can't do anything, right? But no. we were just trying to work more and more. And, and just wait, 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 hopefully yeah. get out of there. Yes, yeah. but it was so hard. And we, and I thank God that my, my dad, I don't know where he get that patient from. Yeah. Like, he was so patient, you know? Like, even though that he saw them 20 on me, like, fighting me, but he yeah. he was still nice to them. And he was like, okay, please stop doing this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. So they don't... I don't think I'd have that instinct. That. And then, you know, I'd probably know, just right? see red and go crazy, and then yes. you end up dying too. So it helps well, nobody. That's but, say, yeah, exactly. He's probably like, well, if I do go nuts, like, yeah. then we're all gone. And there's no whole thing. To even have right. that thought, right? Like, exactly. you know, that's even cost my mind. a lot of patience yeah. to yeah. fight like, that imagine, instinct. Imagine yourself going to a city that you don't know anyone there, yeah. and you're, you saw your brother getting in fight. If you get in fight two with them, you'll never like end winning, yeah. you know. Yeah, right. And we're, yeah. we're not going there to fight exactly, right? And, yeah. And, that and then they day, probably end up blaming you for it, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And in that day, my dad went home and like he he started crying so bad because you know 
my face was all blue and yeah. was just all so yeah. big, you know. But my dad went home and he was so sad and crying. He was like, because he couldn't do anything, right? And yeah. he's, he's, he was feeling bad for me. Right. And, and as a father, he can't protect exactly. his kid, right? So exactly. he feels like garbage. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and he, he was like, we got to leave this, this country or this yeah. city. It right. It's so hard. And that's why we, we always try to go to the government and ask them to help us as as uh, possible. And Did you have to pay money for that, to apply for it? Yes, there is some money that we have to pay, yes. Okay. Like every month they say, hey, you have to pay 200 or whatever. Oh, wow. And yes, we, we paid a lot to, yeah. to get here. And, uh, and that's yes, kind of a hard. part of the misconception too, right? Because most people are like... You know, they're just freeloaders. You know, but yeah. that you have to actually contribute not only your time but your own money to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, most people don't. Most people think you're just coming over on a big ship and hopping off, and that's it. Yeah. Right? They don't yes. realize the other side of it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. If if not Canada, did you guys have like a backup country? Like, say Canada said no for whatever reason. Did you have like other countries that you were going to choose to go instead of here? Yeah, there is a, like probably Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Different, okay. different places. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, or Holland. Yeah, but like my sister, uh, she moved to Germany from Lebanon. Okay. She was in Lebanon. Right. She moved actually not to Germany right away, but she moved to Belarus. I don't yeah. know if you okay. know, yeah. if you know that. Uh, she moved there and like as a like refugee, you know. Mm-hmm. She, she was her and her husband and two kids with oh, her. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So she, they moved there, and since then we did. I didn't see her. Yeah. Yeah, and then we moved here. Yeah, uh, probably haven't seen her for five years. Yeah. So it was like her time. We had her times. And is she? Is she she's here now too. Uh, she's no, she's not no, here. She's but right she's oh, planning yeah. to come here. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. yeah, like my brother, we like kind of like told the government that we actually told our sponsors to oh, help so. us to told the government that we need my brother here we haven't seen him for so long right. and like you know like bring family together you right. know so they, they they and then him like in Holland he he told the government that he want to move here too and so the government helped him as a refugee to move here oh, right so yeah they, they he's here now and then we're trying to do the same thing for my sister right yeah and even like for my grandma she's still in Lebanon right like my dad's mom, mm-hmm. she's still there in Lebanon. So we're we're trying to like tell the, the government that we need her too. Like right. uh, we now, like right now, the government actually like uh, they accept the uh, as her coming here as a refugee and stuff. Like they're all the papers are done as like a refugee for her to come. Mm-hmm. But we're waiting for like in Lebanon the government like to kind of like help them and, uh, and stuff and move right. here. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. How did, um, how did that feel to have, like, a Christian organization arrange for you guys to come here? Was it, was it weird, or were you, just, you were just grateful that anybody was going to sponsor you? No, we were just grateful, yeah, that yeah. anybody can, can help us. Yeah. And it was, it was very nice from them, and we really love it. But, yeah, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't really matter. Nor should it. I was, I was just curious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah for sense. sure. Okay. And then if you wanna if you wanna also go back and talk about Syria, about the war, sure. and about everything that we 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 went through, it is it is very hard. And even if I talk to you, I can't like I can't talk every part that happened yeah, no. in Syria because even if I say you won't believe me or you won't feel 
how hard it is or yeah. or how it feels to be there right so for example i a lot of a lot of my friends that died and there was one of my best friend was christian okay we used to hang out every morning with him after school before school and when i when the war started you know like we said we moved from homes uh, to Damascus and we went, went back homes and when I went back homes I heard I heard that they said to me they were like hey your friend died from the war oh, and he died by a bomb like a bomb yeah. uh, was thrown into the city and then he was like very close to the bomb or whatever and he's he's all ripped like he's yeah. he's dead and it was very very hard for me that I heard he's he died and a lot of our friends that died and it was crazy, and uh, like we had no one there. Like we, a lot of our families, well, not a lot, but a lot of families and mm -hmm. friends died, and like we had no one. It was so hard, and that's why now we're here. We're so happy. We we never try to think back and see what happened because it's hard, right? You you never want to think about your old friends because they all died, right? Yeah. And it's so hard. And also, there is one more example that I was, while I was in a school, mm -hmm. I was I was grade four, and uh, we were in a class like usual, and we heard the when we heard the helicopter oh, coming, yeah. and then when you hear that sound, oh, it's not a helicopter, just helicopter just going for fun, right? Mm -hmm. They just helicopter gonna throw bombs, right? Yeah. Here we're just kind of curious when you hear like a helicopter, like what's that? Doing? Yeah, we all look right, right up at it. Right? Oh yes, yeah. probably it. training session or something. Yeah. No, but here in Syria they were throwing bombs, right? Yeah. And and we teachers try to like in that time you hear helicopter, we all go to like a basement or whatever. Yeah. But we had no time. The helicopter came and automatically threw bombs at the school, oh, wow. at the kids. Right. It's not around school, at, at the school. Yeah. Because like, say for example, the ISIS fighting against the Assad, right? And when the Assad, let's say when the Assad hear, hear that ISIS in this city, they go bomb all the city. They don't care if there's right. kids, they don't care if there's people that has have nothing with them, like have no issue, right? They just bomb. Yeah. All the city and just hope that they hit. The to guys them, already. it's yes. like, yeah, well, some people might die, but at least we're getting rid of the. Yes, bad guys, exactly. Right? That's what uh -huh. they're doing. Yeah, and yeah. they they shot they threw bombs at the school, and I was at the school, and then it's crazy that I did not die. I, right. I can't believe myself. Yeah. Only me and like couple of of kids that were alive. Really? Yeah. Like I was in the class. I was so lucky that I was in the middle section. Yeah. There is tables on the right side left side and on the right side left side there is windows right and then in the middle it's a bit safer right mm -hmm. and then i was sitting in the middle and then when they throw bombs you know all my friend on the side because of the bombs window break up yeah. and a break lot the of them break up in, in their faces bodies and they all die i was in the middle and then i kind of flipped the table mm -hmm. and then i hide inside oh, the geez. table right and then uh uh, thank God that I didn't die, but yeah. of course I, all my body kind of get uh, right. cut up or scraped yeah. from from glass yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then we, I was hiding there till the war, like till, till, they, till they like stopped shooting or whatever. And then I lift myself up over the table and I saw everybody around us 
was dying. Oh, they were all Jesus. dead. And yeah. I can't do anything. I can't go help them. I can't go help my friends. And you're and in grade four, right? So like, exactly. what? And how you can know, you, like, you're what, 10, like, 10 years old like at that even point? Me, like, like, even me, like, even my teacher was dead. Yeah. Like, everybody around me, except me and like a couple of kids, I friends that were imagine. alive, and we were just trying to run away and go hide in the basement. So you just wait for the rubble to clear and then just yes, get out Yes, exactly, there. yeah. You just wait and just run as fast as you could. Right. That's incredible. Well, I mean, that, that's kind of, like, that's why we appreciate your time, because it's, uh, you can say as much as you want, but we're never going to be able to be yes, there, right? Exactly, like, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm kind of glad, right? Like, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't necessarily want to be there, but um, yeah. I can appreciate it, like, that you're willing to even talk about it, because even though we might not understand... You know, it kind of paints a picture that a lot of people wouldn't. If see. anyone can listen to that and not yeah. empathize with that and, and, sympathize, and, and, yeah. and sympathize, right, and then just realize that that is what's going yes. on there, right? This, this is a first-hand perspective yeah. now. And this brings on to to uh, uh, one more example that when I came here, a lot of friends, you know, when you go in you know, with friends, especially in Canada, safe place, right? You watch movie and you go, their friends, your friends go, oh, wow, man, I wish I'm on that movie, I'm inside that movie. Uh, man, it's going to be amazing, terrible, whatever. Right. But, well, action movie will never, will never no. make you feel how it feels there in the right. war, inside the war, right? Right. And you will never feel it until you be there yeah. inside. It's a shame that anybody has to feel it, right? That's kind right. of the problem. But, exactly. Right. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like there is like planes, not just, like he said it's helicopters. Like there is helicopters sometimes, but like the helicopters is not fast as the like the planes that it's throw yeah. bombs. Like it's right, different. The there is a plane. You know that the ones like goes just, just fly really by fast. and drop it and they're yeah. gone. It's yeah, they're like because Assad has, psh, has communication with like Russia, yeah. a lot of different countries, and yep. and he paid them money, and they they sent him a lot of. Uh, Fighter planes, I guess. Fighter planes, yeah. guns, a lot yeah. of different things that is is hard to to his. Uh, is Assad from. still in power there currently? Yes, he's still. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, so then I guess you hear from Grace Mennonite to kind of continue with the story. Um, you find out that you're being sponsored to come to Canada. Mm -hmm. um, then what happens? Like, yeah, I guess you have to go through a whole bunch of different countries to kind of get here, or kind of how, what's yeah, your route like we, to get to Canada? Yeah, we want to. Jordan first, okay, and we stood there for uh, like nine hours, just on the seat waiting. Oh really? Like yeah. it was just on the seat. Yeah. You waiting there for nine hours. Like right? an airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. an airport, and then uh, from Jordan we went to uh, to Canada here. Finally, it took us fifteen hours. But well, we went straight from Jordan to here. Yeah, from okay, Jordan good. to to where Toronto, I guess. Okay. Toronto, and then we stood there for a day and a half. Uh, on uh, like hotels, hotel yeah. was amazing there. Right, like we got it. there, we were so tired, and they will they like they all welcomed us, and yeah. it was amazing to be there. And we were like, oh, whoa, we're we're safe now. Did you occasionally right. kind of forget where you were? You know, uh, you know, you kind of wake up or something, and you're kind of expecting it to be scary like it was. Yes, but, it, oh, but exactly, it exactly. Because yeah. in Syria, every day, like when you're sleeping, you never know. You yeah. you go right. Like, you never sleep because you never know. A lot of people wake up dying, right? Yeah. They never wake up. Like, they sleep and right. they, oh. You have to be alert and I ready to go. Dying, yeah. so, Sometimes you wake up just from the noises that, like, shooting guns. Or you never, you never sleep right. from the noises, right? Yeah. 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 I had been watching a documentary on Netflix. It was about dogs, of all things. <laughs> but what, what the first episode was, a guy was trying to get 
he had made it out of Syria to Germany, and he was trying to get his dog that his brother was sending to him. Okay. They were trying to smuggle the dog out of the country. Yeah. And, like, you can see how desperate it is there because they follow his brother. And, like, all times of night, it's just gunfire. It's bombs going off. Like, it's it's such despair. You see them kind of living in over there, and it's it's a terrible thing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and trying to keep track of anybody, right? Like as as you're leaving, you have no phones, you have no, <laughs> yes, you know, no yes. contact with anybody. Yeah, you just right. hope that they're still alive. I can't. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, and I just can't. Um, yeah. But so then you came to Toronto, and then um, yeah. I guess you kind of wherever the sponsor is, you kind of have to go to. So that's why you came to Steinbach. Yeah, and we yeah. yes, and you came here. Yeah. From we Toronto moved. To, yeah, we moved like from Toronto to Manitoba here. And we were in the airport, just like coming down the stairs, like you know, in the airport. That hug rug or whatever. Yeah, hug rug. Yeah. <laughs> just coming down there, like see, like probably I don't know how many people were there. I think I remember yeah. hearing about that actually. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. were like uh, I think I don't know over thirty person there. Oh wow. Oh, 50, right. Yeah, 50, 70. 50, Like we just, were, yeah. we were so amazing. The smile was on our face. Yeah. And, you're like, whoa, this is, is this all line up or like a uh, big group of people are waiting for us? Yeah, right. You to go like, from being, you know, people wanting to kill you every day exactly. to now it's just love and acceptance. Yeah. Right? Yes, and we were so happy and like my mom started crying, my dad started crying. <laughs> yeah. And we, we all ran and we, we hugged them and yeah. it was amazing that... I know it's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Reimer. And, and Yes, we should mention, we have Mark Reimer here as well. <laughs> He's been kind of just the silent listener here as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it was an amazing moment that we we saw them all waiting for us. And what's so insane? So. Yeah, there was one person only speak our language. He was there. Yeah. She, actually. Okay. She was there. Yeah, they brought us... Uh, she translated for us and stuff. I guess. So you had no English yet when you came? Because no, no English, English at all. Yeah. Wow. We, get, we stopped school at grade, in grade four. I guess, yeah. And we Great. came here, like, around... I don't know. We were 16? Yeah. Uh, 15, 15, actually. 15, yeah. 15. Turned 16. Yeah. 15, and then, yeah, we came here around, like, 15, 15 and a half. Yeah. yeah. We had no English at all because we didn't go... To, even Arabic, like, our language, yeah. we didn't study that as much uh, because, you know... It's kind of conversational, stopped. just whatever you yeah, talk to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, he stopped school for a couple of years, you know? Yeah. Like, from grade four, you'll be, like, around 10 years old and yeah. until, like, you're 15 years yeah. old. No school, no, nothing. So, and then, like I said, we moved to Lebanon. We didn't have school. We just worked there and uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was hard. And, then, like... Learning a language, it's like quite hard, you know. Yeah. Like I can no, English at yeah. all. no English at all. <laughs> to be fair, for the short time you've been here, your English is is quite good Pretty compared good. even yeah. some people yeah. I know who've been yeah. here for years. Better than people yeah. I know that were born here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Thank you. No, uh, and it was tough that because you know we skipped school from grade four till grade nine, and and those years, like five years of without school, was so hard for us, and we really feel sad for it yeah. because those year five years were were all full of war, war yeah right mm-hmm. and like it was not just skipping school and go working that would be way better than skip school and leave the war oh right? yeah, yeah absolutely yeah for sure our mind was all messed up and yeah. uh have you guys been able to get any um uh, therapy or counseling or you have any access to that since you've been here to kind of help you work through the traumas of of being in syria you have any, are you able to do any of that stuff here? Uh, 
I don't understand yeah. you as much. <laughs> so, like, is there is there a person you can go talk to, say a therapist, who, like, if you're having maybe PTSD-style symptoms, so you're having issues with you know, a car backfires, right, and now you kind of get, it sort of hits you. Is there somebody you can go talk to to get those feelings out of past fears, maybe reoccurring, oh. things like that? I probably have not yet. No, no. Right. Never. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. I mean, I mean, it might be worth looking into, right? I don't know. Um, um, even people that haven't gone through as much trauma as you have could probably use that more than they do, right? Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people just bottle everything up and don't don't deal with anything. But, um, you know, it seems like you're adjusting fairly well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Yeah, it was beautiful here when we came. I mean, it was snow. It was like, <laughs> yeah. there's the snow here. Yeah, it was winter yeah, season. Yeah, it was so. quite cold, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah it was cold. Yeah. We, we came <laughs> while, while January. Our plane oh. was coming down. Yeah. We were like, oh, what's this white stuff? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Hey, is this, what? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, we came so. January, I think, January 18th. Yeah. Or like so. around that, 16, 18. Yeah, 16, yeah. Yeah, January. that's when we arrived to Canada. It was, you know, January cold, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's so, like, yeah. I think the coldest month. Pick the worst time they could. Yeah. Pretty much. January, February are the worst. Yeah, so it was very cold here. And we didn't imagine that, actually, but long it's safe. I yeah, mean, it's, it's absolutely, safe. yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of puts into perspective that we complain about our weather all the time, but, like, when it's either, you know, war or weather... Exactly. I'll take yeah. minus 50 over yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you know, like our country is like Mexico, you know, it's like so hot there. Yeah. And when you come here, it's like, like you, ha- like <laughs> I actually, like when you born, since I born, I born in this weather. Like I haven't like seen like a cold weather before. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. yeah, when we came here, it's so Hurts cold. to breathe a little bit probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so. I hear that. Um, yeah, no, we had, I, I heard of a family that came out from... Was it Nigeria? Some, somewhere in the middle of Africa. Yeah. And they came here in February, and they didn't even have like they might have had like light jackets or something, and they oh, yes. they had no idea what to expect. And then yeah. they're basically like they refused to leave the airport because it was too cold. They're like, yeah. we're not we're not going anywhere. How do people live yeah. here? This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just like my brother when he came here, he the first day he uh, he arrived here and he went outside with the flip flop. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was so crazy, and then and then he went back home, and his feet was all. Blue and he couldn't walk on them for three days. Oh, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of frostbite, it. yeah. <laughs> right? It was crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that takes some getting used to. Um, Absolutely, it does. What would you say, uh, again, I've never been to Syria, um, obviously, but what would you say is your, your favorite part of the country? Like, say, before the war, or do you have any like really vivid memories or something that, that, you, would, uh, that, you, that you think very really highly of, of the country? Like actually, it's so beautiful there. Yeah. Like it was before, it was so safe. You know, like you go walk in the street like during like midnight, like four a.m. and stuff. Like we used to like you know go to the like us as Muslims, Mm -hmm. we like uh, pray five times a day. Okay. So uh, and we go like we we like it's better to go pray in a mosque. So it's like a church for you guys. Mm -hmm. So. Like, you know, there was mosque in a mosque, like, close to Syria, close to our house in Syria. Like, we just go there, walk there, mm-hmm. you know. At if, Like, we have a prayer at, like, 4 a.m. in the oh. morning. Yeah. And we have, like, prayer around uh, 12 p.m. 12 p.m. Yeah. And prayer around 4 a.m. And another prayer around 
you know, you know it's like every three hours, four hours, there's a pray time. Sure. So it's five times in, during the day. Okay. So we we used to go there pray, and it was so so fun. Like you know, you go with friends and stuff. Yeah. It's so safe. But like when the war starts, like probably around. 7 p.m. You can't get out of the no, house right. because it's getting dark. You, you can't see like people far away, or you can see snipers in a roof. Yep. Or like you can't see you know around. So yep. it wasn't like after, when the wars start. It was crazy, but yeah. before it was so beautiful, so like it's so good, so green. You yeah, know, really, like yeah. mm-hmm. everything. And is also, good. the memory are mm-hmm. so nice, amazing. Because you know we used to live in like. A, different i mean small town yeah it was wasn't like like uh like town that is big of technology or whatever mm-hmm. so when you used to go to school it's amazing that we there was like no stores around only like uh guys or like a market sort of, yeah. yeah market and they open their like let's say for example they have a bicycle yeah. and in their bicycle they have a lot of things Oh, it's not a market. Back. It's just right. like yeah. stuff. Kind of a traveling it's kind of like an, like an yes. yeah. Yeah. And this yeah. is yeah. actually feel amazing, and it's it's uh, it's a nice memory that mm-hmm. uh, every morning we used to go and uh, with friends before we go to school, we used to go just hang out and get like some yeah. food or some hot tea or whatever. A lot of things, right. you know. And as you should be able to do when you're kids, right? right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And then yeah. after that, we go to school and. Uh, it was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's life, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah. So beautiful. So good. So safe. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here so now. It's, it's yeah. kind of beautiful and safe, I guess. Yeah. Right? yeah um, nice. Are you able to find uh, a mosque nearby? Or you have to go to Winnipeg, I guess. It's uh, in Winnipeg. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we go there only on Fridays, which is like the best days for us, like during the week. So okay. it's like Sundays for, I think, for you guys. Yeah, yeah, typically Sundays. Yeah. Saturdays yeah. for Jews, Sundays for Christians, I guess. Yeah, yeah for Muslims. Uh, yeah, so Friday for Muslims. So we go there every Friday. We pray. We go like there around ten or or like eleven a.m. Oh, we wow. go there, so Muslim we arrive there around like yeah. twelve. Okay. Yeah. So do we pray there like for like thirty minutes, one hour, and we come back? So okay. yeah, that's on Fridays here. Are know? there? Um, are there other Syrian families in Steinbach right now? We're in yes. all like there's like five yeah. families. Now. There's that many. Okay. Okay. Syrian, yeah. My family was the uh, first Syrian family in Steinbach. Oh really? So it's well, that's good. You get the distinction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like my sponsor told told us that like we were the first Syrian family, right? I think so. Uh, and then what, one of the things they discovered is you had relatives, I believe, in Vancouver. Or near Vancouver. Yeah, my grandma. And and they were a straight out government sponsor. Oh, sponsoring. Okay. So so their location wasn't tied to like Grace Mennonite sponsored this family. Sure. So it's just easiest for a Steinbach church to find a house yeah. in Steinbach and support Because there Steinbach. was a wave that the government had brought in that exactly. accepted X that, number that, of that people. That was just exactly. Yeah. And so be, when they found that, then they because it didn't really matter to the government where are these people, no, yeah. then that family moved to Steinbach. Oh, okay. And so that was that so they have relatives in town. Perfect. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good that they're trying to keep you together yeah. like that. Yeah. Now my grandma's here. Yeah. My grandma, like, and my uncle, uncle with her, oh. and my gra- my grandpa. So they all live. They all live like close to us here in Snapback. Right. That's good. That helps. Right. So you have your own little community within yeah. the community. That's good. And there's another like refugees here, also like 
like around five families not right now. Yeah. Around there is five, six families, Syrians. Yeah, yeah. The more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, yeah. Do you guys find any, like, uh, if you meet someone, right, and they, they find out that you're of the Muslim faith, right, do, yeah. they, do you find that they maybe observe you in a different connotation or they're not negative towards you but they're maybe a little more standoffish yes. because of how uneducated some people yeah. are around here like, about it. yeah when we came here we uh when we first came here there was like i met my 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 first two friends were two russian two oh, yeah. russian friends right. and i used to i was like so happy that i was here right and meeting no friends new friends and Every day I used to just go hang out with them, mm -hmm. even though I didn't know how to speak with them English, right? Yeah. And uh, I used to take them every day to my house and stuff like that. And they kind of uh, start to know more things about us, right? Mm -hmm. And they always used to say things to us that we didn't understand, right? Mm -hmm. But day after day when we were in school, we realized that they were only being with us because they, they hated us. As a Muslim, oh, really, and really, yeah. Well, I only find out that some some Russian that didn't like us, or especially uh, from like some of the Russian that didn't like that, and right. they were whenever when I like start understand English, whenever they see me and they were like, "Hey, you're ISIS," whatever, oh, really? and they say, yeah. "Oh, whenever I wear black, like I like I go normal to school, and then sometimes they say I wear black shirt, and they say, "Oh, you're wearing black." You're ISIS. Oh, oh, they kind of say it like in fun way, but they actually mean it. Yeah. Right. You can we kind of like more like every time they say it, like more and more time we kind of understand them more what they mean yeah. actually yeah. for and it. Then and then after that when, when we noticed what their goal is, like we, I was like, oh man, like really? Like every, every those days I was bringing them to, to my house yeah. and being like friends with them. I was, because you know, I was happy. I was just trying yeah. to make new friends. Right. And after that, I noticed that they were just doing this so they, they know more about us. Mm, right. And, and because they thought we were ISIS and stuff and, and they used to ask me about, about like what I usually do every day and stuff like that. Like, right. They were... Which, were, which is fine if they're actually curious, because I am kind of curious about that, yeah, right? right. But, but if they're doing it to be assholes, then, yeah, then that's not... Yeah, exactly, yeah. And Russians, of all people, the yeah. commies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yes, so... Wow. Was, it was sad that I find out that they were just doing this because uh, they hated us or, yeah. right. or stuff like that, yeah. And then every day at school, they used to just walk around and make fun of us and yeah. say terrible, stupid yeah. things, you know? Yeah. I think it's just because yeah. people don't understand it, right? So what they don't understand, they're fearful of, or they, they make light of it because it's unknown to them, right? Especially, so. like, you can't explain to them because I came here the first year, you don't speak English, right? Yeah. Right. So I can't explain to them. I can't understand what, she, what they're saying. Even, like, I do understand English. They're, mostly they're talking together, brothers, like, in Russian. Um, so make it even harder for you. Yeah. yeah. So well, I kind of like yeah. I kind of learned the bad words in Russian. So yeah. whenever they say bad words, I kind of like, it's like yeah. oh, guys, I know what to yeah. mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just like to say every day and like be mean to us. You guys kill people. You guys in the war. You guys blah blah blah. Right. And then in the end, I was like, okay, like 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 let's like why why are we here, right? Yeah. Why do we came here? Why are we looking for a safe place? Right. We're we're here because we're, we we don't we, we don't need the war. We yeah. we don't even want to be 
in the war because right. we don't like it, right? I'm sure you'd love to still be at home if you could be, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But yeah. and they still think we're stupid, and they like a lot of them think we're just I don't know here to I don't know, like, but a lot of them were just making fun of us and right. think, but we were just trying our best to explain for them yeah. and uh, give them the right idea, not wrong idea about us. But yeah, perfect. Absolutely. And, and if I can speak to that a little bit, Ferris was in my class, Mohammed yeah. was in the class across the, the hall yeah. uh, at the SRSS, and just speak a little bit about who they were as mm -hmm. students and as, and as people in the school. Mm -hmm. uh, the, um, the attitudes with which they came, the gracious patience they demonstrated to people who didn't understand or who actually weren't even interested in understanding. Probably a lot. Right. Who, who, yeah. who were simply ready to write off because they're, because they're Syrians and and they're not they're not us and if they're not us then well then we should be afraid or we, we should hate them or something right and the patience that these guys demonstrated the kindness that they demonstrated the efforts that they went to to explain who they were the opportunities that they took to explain who are we what are we where do we come from like you looking for safety mm -hmm. they just carried themselves so incredibly well at the sr and uh, the uh, this is, here's a shout out to one of the teachers there christy zabowski has a class for uh, English is another language, and in that class, uh, there's kids from all sorts of countries uh, mm -hmm. that are that are in who are learning English, mm -hmm. and she has a, a great heart, mm -hmm. and uh, is a is a wonderful person to be in that position in was that she, class. Was she there when we were there? Uh, she was probably if, if she was there, she was an ELA te uh, teacher at that I point. Don't sound familiar. It doesn't sound familiar. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> yeah, you guys were there a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. And uh, <laughs> so these. The way these guys conducted themselves as students was brilliant. They were model students. Yeah. And again, considering that coming in at age 15, about to turn 16, haven't been in school five or six years, uh, learning school environment is different, but their dedication to learning uh, showed such a quality of heart. And I got, got lucky in that regard because I had some Ecuadorian guys living with me at that time, and they connected in that class. And so I got to interact with these guys even more uh, outside of school as well because I had Ecuadorians who spoke Spanish, who were trying to learn English, mm -hmm. uh, and these guys are trying to learn English. So being in an environment to learn together, uh, just such, right. such powerfully positive attitudes and the energy that they brought with them was striking and a gift to this town and to anyone who would be willing to receive it. Exactly, which is probably especially mm -hmm. good because if, if people are coming into it being prejudiced, like say, you know, they're judging you for whatever reason and you treat them with nothing but smiles and you know trying to be friendly to them exactly, then yeah. that might then color their perception of other people from syria or other refugees or other just people in general right. they might be like hey you know maybe i don't need to be such a dick right, right. <laughs> you know, maybe, exactly, yeah. maybe they're not yeah. all bad right you know yeah. yeah you now carry that back to your circle it goes yep. into other other people's yeah. circles that you run into right you yeah. know these guys are they're super nice dudes like just talking to you guys now like you're you're yeah. a super nice guy exactly. like it's, yeah exactly no that's uh oh that's great i'm glad to hear that and anybody who shits on someone for, you know, having trouble with English and stuff, and at least they're learning a second yeah. language, right? Most of us can't even say that we know a second one outside exactly. of English. Yeah, so kudos to you guys. I don't... <laughs> Absolutely. I can barely speak English most days, so... Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, what, are you, uh, what are you guys doing for work now? Um, I assume, are you guys done school? Are you? Yeah, we're on grade 11. Oh, you're so still in school? Okay, yeah. One year. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I do work on a restaurant, okay. same as Mohammed. He works at Chicken Chef, and oh, I work cool. on okay. made bread and butter. 
And what, what are your parents doing here while they're here? Uh, my dad, when he came here, he started working same as me on main bread and butter. Okay. But he he has to do a surgery for his back, oh, for his okay. hip, and he did it, and he he kind of stopped working, mm-hmm. and I worked instead of him, and uh, he rests, and now he's till now he, he have no job, sure, and he can't work. Because of his surgery, he can't right. walk that fast or anything. Yeah, so. And he can't lift heavy stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so, Ferris kept working there. I moved to a different like place to work. I moved to Chicken Chef. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. So, I started as a dishwasher, you know. Like, since I started, like, since we came here, like, we, I was, like, 15 and a half or, like, yeah. just before 16. That's when I started working. So... Yeah, I learn English as I'm working, like, yeah. with people, talk with, like, the yeah, staff yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I start working there. And they hire them up? They hire me, they start hiring me, like, when I when I know more stuff, I kind of help, like, more. Yeah. So, like, they start hiring me, so, and then I, even, even me, like, right now, I'm kind of, like, the one of the chefs in the oh, chicken cool. shop. Great, good for you. That's so, good. thank you. Yeah, so... I train people now. I like whenever someone comes. I'm the one who train them and stuff like yeah, that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's so good. I love it there. But yeah, you know, these good. guys are super responsible. Yeah. The fact that they started working at age 16 to try to support their family here, right? Because their dad's health was such that he couldn't work. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so at age 16, they're the income earners for the family. Yeah. Now they're still getting some support from, from Grace Men and I, but th- these are the guys who are working while they're going to school full-time yeah. and they're working part-time and they're trying to find a way to make their family work. Uh, the responsibility that they, they carry on their shoulders and the continuing positive attitude with which exactly. they live mm-hmm. is absolutely inspiring and awesome. And, and really impressive also for Chris Gertzen at uh, Main Bread and Butter to yeah. find a place for Fadis yeah. Yeah. and for Suki at Chicken Chef oh, yeah. uh, to, to create the job uh, for, for Mohammed. And clearly, when you have good workers, then they'll, they'll, things get better. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and these guys have demonstrated themselves to be such good workers. Uh, so in school, studying hard, being they're really good students, trying to make, make their way through school. Sure. Out of school, working, super hard workers, diligent, thorough, exactly. uh, careful. Uh, just really, really remarkable young men. That's perfect. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe that I'm getting as well. Absolutely. Um, I guess as we kind of close down here or, or close up, uh, kind of what's your plans, uh, say, after you finish school? Um, you're hoping to get citizenship here? You're hoping to stay a long time, go, exactly, to, yeah. go to university? Kind of what's, what's your plan in the next few years? Yes, uh, we're, we're hoping to stay here, but of course we're, we're probably, we'd love to go just for for visit, let's say probably to Egypt or something for sure. our uh, friends and family to yep. see. But we are thinking yeah. to stay here for sure. And after school, I'm planning to I don't know just just uh, find like find a job full full time job or or uh, just go. I'm I'm also planning to go to university to study about business. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So, because I had it in loan already, so and then I kind of liked it, and then. And even if you do eventually make your way back, and say everything calms down, then you kind of have that knowledge for when you go back home. Yes, 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 exactly. Because now I have work already, but it's still not enough. Because I don't know if you guys know that I'm or I'm working only for like my parents now. Oh, right. like, let's say me and him, we works. We have we both have bank bank account. Yeah. 
but we get the money, it goes to the bank account and it goes to the family. To the family mm-hmm. and from and also my family also sent back to Syria sure. for our uh, relative who's right. whoever stuck in there. Yeah. And we 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 like we get nothing but we're me and my brother are, are happy that we're helping my parents. But you see, and we see a lot of our friends that working in one or two years, they, they, they save up money and they go, oh, they go buy a car or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. no, we're, we're saving the money to help our parents and family and we're Better happy do with that. that. Anyways. Don't buy a car. It's, yeah, it's a waste of money. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah, we're hoping to find a better job in the future or become a... A small business no, owner or whatever, so we'll see how it goes. And yeah, and we're probably going to go to university. Yeah. And that's good for people to hear too, right? Because a lot of people think that while well, they're coming here, they're not doing anything, right? Yeah. But here you have two guys who are yes, yeah. busting ass, to put it frankly, to yeah. help support their family and to, yeah. and to make a better life for themselves and, and to yeah. input back yeah. into the economy, right? Yeah. They work harder exactly. and it all goes yeah. back in, and it's good for people to hear that. Yeah, and for me, like, when I, get, when I was in the school, I started thinking, like, Try to take classes like uh, for carpentry and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, nice. So I liked carpentry, so I kind of like focus on it a little bit more. So I start taking more classes of carpentry, and uh, now I know like some experience about carpentry. So I might like after school I might be like a carpenter. Nice. I might be like I don't know. Like my mom is telling me like okay go. Uh, go learn as a doctor to be a doctor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> every mom, like you know, hopes that her son will be like a doctor yeah, or like absolutely, you know, stuff like that. So sometimes it doesn't work, but sometimes because you does. know, as a carpenter, it's it's a bit dangerous as a job because <laughs> my mom's scared of him being there, and she's like trying to. Make him find a different job so he don't. Right, behind a desk where you're not gonna get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. something. yeah, before like before like like now there there is a lot of safety stuff for carpentry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But before like there is people used to cut their fingers. Mm-hmm. People used to like. People still do that, but a lot less. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just back on. Oh yeah. Yeah. So hopefully so, like I'll get a job like so yeah. so. I'll get a full-time job hopefully soon and like you know work for my parents get like enough money for my parents and even extra like just like to like not like always be just on a line not like drop down you know like sometimes you need to go buy like stuff you wish that you have it right you know like every kid wish wish to have something right like some other kids yeah Yeah. exactly yeah sometimes it just comes up into our me and my twin mind Mm -hmm. we go this this is hard like yeah. we're working like oh, yeah. every time and money just goes to my parents and like we're there is nothing that we get right and we go oh we, we we need to find a better job or like we should get bigger or whatever but we're still ha- uh we're still thankful that we're here sure in Canada right. it's very place. responsible of you and but absolutely it's, it's, you know and that good for you yeah but. and that i'm also doing things that is good for my parents and yeah. family, right? Right, exactly. And yeah. not only for myself. So. But at the same time, you got to look after yourself, right? So exactly, it's, yeah. hopefully, yeah, you got to look right. after the family and then hopefully find something above. Future, so that's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sure. So that's good for you. Yeah. It's a very, very responsible way of looking at things, absolutely. for sure. That's yeah. good. Um, is there anything, um, if, I don't know if anybody's listening to this, that would want to uh, send donations or, or to kind of help you guys out or spread the word in some way, do you have... Is there a website? Is there some way that they can 
contribute or social media or something like um, how could they get a hold of you guys or to send money to you guys or anything if, if they were to I don't know yeah I is there any way to do that have we'll see you have Instagram? Sure. Yeah. What, what's your Instagram? If yeah. you want people to find you on it, what's, what's your what's Yeah, your I have Instagram, Ferris Asi, that's my name. Okay, Ferris Asi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. let me just spell it for them. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. yeah, it is F-A-R-E-S. Okay. That was my first name, and last name Asi is A-S-S-I. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, there you go. I don't have like much kind of like if the... Social media. Social media yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's good, know, don't. Social. But yeah, yeah, it is, it is. It's kind of that. I don't want to get busy and stuff like that. Yeah, that's so I just have Facebook because, like, you know, it's, it's important to contact with some people, you know, mm-hmm. like jobs and stuff. Right. So I just have Facebook, which Absolutely. is, yeah. yeah, my name, yeah. Mohammed Asi. Cool. Yeah. And I guess if, if anybody wants to do um, they can probably contact Grace Manager. Do the sponsor, I guess. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, or Asi families, right? We, okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they could also, you know, if anybody's listening to this, that let uh, let Randy or I know we can we can pass things mm-hmm. along. That's, that's yeah. no problem either. Oh, that's good. Um, cool. Is there anything you want to say, Mark, before we shut it down? I'm just super proud of <laughs> these guys. I also I know their younger brothers from uh, uh, Clearspring Middle School, where I do a lot of subbing, Perfect. and the the quality of of people, the the delight. I mean, with the trauma that that they've encountered and that they've seen. Uh, it would be easy to understand if they were only a mess. Yeah. Uh, but they're not. They yeah. they have not allowed the circumstances of their lives to conquer them. Yeah. And they're looking for a way to make it. And I'm just incredibly proud of these two guys in particular. Because, I mean, they're older too, so they're working. Yeah. The, the uh, Their brothers, Abdul Aziz, Abdul... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> Carter uh, and Abdul Latif. They're not they're not old enough to have jobs. Yeah, uh, there's but and they're having a chance to learn what it's like to be a child in a safe place, mm-hmm. which is wonderful, yeah. uh, which which is a gift. But when I think about what these guys have gone through, and, and they're already they're not just trying to recover. They're they're working hard. They're and they're beyond surviving. Yeah. They're right. making such a positive go with their lives, and they're contributing so profoundly. To the lives of the people with whom they cross paths, they're just brilliant young men. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> well, I guess uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, yeah it's been awesome. Like you guys moment. have been so awesome for being yeah. able to come and tell us your story you. so yeah. candidly, and we yeah. really appreciate it. And as you know, guys, we're we were trying our best to just share our stories and yeah, uh, let you guys know more about it and give you guys information, right? I and I would, we would love to meet more guys and sure. like uh, share our stories, right? It is mm-hmm. nice to share with you guys. Yeah, yeah. great. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a long story about us, but like we kind of shared the important points about yeah. us, like to kind of descri- describe who we are, where we came from, and stuff like that. No, it's perfect. And and we we'll have to do it again. To get some <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah, round two. Yeah. yeah, sounds good, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And we're back. Oh, we are back. Um, yeah, what what a what a conversation. Uh, two of the nicest young men that I've met in a long time. They far more responsible and wholesome even than I was at fifteen, sixteen. That's for sure. Probably more than we are now. Uh, well, absolutely more <laughs> than we are now. <laughs> um, but yeah, lightheartedness aside, it was it was a very interesting and introspective and uh, like we mentioned in the intro, powerful. Uh, discussion I really hope that we help change people's views on yeah. refugees and what it's like for people out there. Yep. And and even if we don't change any minds, at least we can help 
broaden the discussion and, and let people, even if they're kind of on the fence and for whatever reason, good or bad, um, maybe right. it'll encourage them to to think of think of these people more as people and less as statistics, right? That's, right. Now that's you've the seen the person, you've seen both sides of it now, so yeah. try to make an informed opinion now. Exactly. As right. opposed to just hating for hate's sake or yeah. whatever it may be. And even if it's not just hate, like uh, a lot of people, I, I wouldn't say that they even hate them, um, but they look, you know, sideways at them, or they they judge them for their beliefs or their their skin color or their right. where they're from or or for all the sorts of reasons. Um, and if this can help, even change one mind or, you know, have someone have a more nuanced discussion, then then I think we've done our jobs. I think so too. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's incredibly sad how much we take for granted here, and I think having discussions with with people like Mohammed and and Ferris, um, it's it's so important to to show that like like we mentioned in the episode like we bitch and moan about our weather all the time or anything right it's it all sucks based on our limited perspective but when you think about being in grade four and having to flee because because your your windows are blown out and your friends are dead on the right side dead on the left side (sighs) i I literally can't even imagine uh hollywood tries its best to paint that picture uh, but even if you think you understand you don't unless you've been there and uh and i think as as well as they come across on on our episode too like to, to see when they're the look in their eyes when they're talking to you about it mm-hmm. like you just you feel that yeah and the despair of it and how horrible it was and then how grateful they are to be yep. able to be here to live what we know as normal lives exactly like, try to it, put their life back together and and again I, I think it's it's a good lesson to show how uh, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial they are and how you know they want to have a better life for their family for themselves and they want to better everything and uh for them to even have the wherewithal after all they've been through to to work towards that is is encouraging and and there's a word i'm thinking of that's not coming to mind um Uh, empowering perhaps no not empowering um whatever it's it's incredible um, inspiring. That's what uh, I was thinking. So um, and like, <sighs> it was great to talk to them. Um, I hope they enjoyed spending, you know, about an hour and a bit with us as much as we did with them. And uh, I hope to continue our, our contact with them. If, like we mentioned at the end of the, end of the episode or end of the interview, if any of you out there want to send donations or get in touch with them. Um, and you don't want to do it on social media if you want to meet have coffee or or whatever um feel free to reach out to either randy or myself or just the show in general and uh, we're happy to to try and make connections um to uh, to again further the discussion and, and help this family out and yeah. families like them right it's we have lots they have little um, right so we should probably try spreading it around a little bit exactly yeah so that's what it really comes down to just be good to your neighbors. Yep. Yep, exactly right. So I guess, without further ado, which I feel like I've said a hundred times already, um, <laughs> we'll kind of start wrapping it up. Uh, reminder, for the month of June, 
we are doing, so for five more days, for every uh, rating and review on Apple Podcasts, we are giving away $1 to the Steinbeck and Area Animal Rescue. So do us a favor so that we can help them, uh, you know, help the animals a little bit. Yeah, let's get those ratings in, people. Come on. Exactly. Five more days. Yeah. You can do it. Let's hammer it out. And even if you don't have an iPhone or an iPad, uh, if you have an iTunes account, even on your computer, as an Android user, whatever, you can log in, find the show, give us a rating. Takes no time at all. Um, Also, our usual social media plugs, uh, Instagram, at Two Idiots Podcast, Facebook, The Two Idiots Podcast, and Twitter, at Two Idiots Show. Don't forget our email, doubleidiotspodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. Hit us up there with any any people you want us to reach out to for guests yeah. or for show topics or anything. We're an open book. We'll talk to anybody about anything. Um, so hit us up. Right. We're verbal prostitutes. <laughs> but we do it for free, so we're verbal sluts, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Once we monetize, we're prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. We can be defined as escorts. There you go. Yeah. Very low-end escort. Yeah, on that disturbing note, (laughs) we will leave you be for another week. Uh, Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.